Through their investment in the Minnesota Corn Checkoff, corn growers are fueling research and initiatives that build a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. The Minnesota Corn Podcast introduces you to the individuals who are shaping future ag practices, identifying new markets, and promoting agriculture with the non-farming public. Our guest for this episode is Alexander Grabois, Manager of Global Strategies and Trade for the U.S. Grains Council. Alexander, let's start our conversation with an overview of a poultry feed study done by USGC. What all went into this study? Of course. Uh, thank you very much, Mark. So as we speak about this uh, poultry study and the superior performance of U.S. corn in the broiler industry, uh, it's important for us to begin by thanking the, uh, the support of the Minnesota Corn Research and Promotion Council, the North Dakota Corn Utilization Council, and the South Dakota Corn Utilization Council. So what we've been looking to do in this project is essentially highlight the competitive, the competitive advantages of U.S. corn in various industries, and we've been looking as well as uh, feed performance. That, that was one of the aspects that we've been looking at. So what we've been doing for this study is we were able to re-import, for lack of a better term, U.S. corn that had already been shipped to Colombia and run a series of analysis on it to compare it to U.S. local corn, essentially corn that has not been exported, as well as uh, or corn of our origins that are non-U.S. And the idea with this was to really see the performance as far as feed usage, feed efficiency, and see where we can stand out essentially from the uh, from the competition. And what we found essentially was that U.S. feed conversion rate was better than than the other corn origins that we saw. So the feed conversion rate was one point three seven six, which means essentially that birds were that were fed U.S. corn required less volume within the thirty five day growth phase that we measured with conjunction with Auburn University. And based on this metric, we were able to see that poultry operations would have significant savings if they were to incorporate U.S. corn into their portfolio. Well, those are pretty important findings. What's next now that you have these results? How do you start to sort of spread the word both domestically and internationally? So what we're looking to do at this point is to continue to highlight the increased profitability potential for international poultry operations. And while we saw that savings were about two to three cents per bird using the uh, essentially a multiplier factor, uh, we were able to see that in large commercial operations, this can get into the hundreds of thousands of dollars. So as we're looking to do as, on a next step, we're going to be conducting commercial trials with operations overseas. And the idea with this is that we can translate essentially what we saw in the laboratory with Auburn University and apply it into a larger commercial setting so that when we present these results, to customers of the U.S. Grains Council and customers of U.S. Corn, they can see how it works in the concept or in the scope of their of their operations. And one thing we're also looking to do is to benefit um, our international partners by creating a customizable calculator where feed operators can put in their specific information as far as number of birds, output, uh, different rations, and then they can see what their savings would be. So we're in the process of developing this, and we hope to have this on the U.S. Grains Council website very soon. Which countries should we think about as it pertains to large poultry and a demand for feed? Which countries are at the top of the list? 
So the way, as I've been looking at it, I would say it's been pretty indiscriminate. We feel that this has a potential on the global scope. Um, we started our work with uh, re-importing corn from Latin America, and we will hopefully run some commercial trials both in Latin America and in the uh, Middle East, North Africa region. But we do feel that this has potential to to grow beyond those two specific regions. Um, poultry is, is a product that is consumed pretty widespread. So we feel that there are less limitations than you might find with other with other products. Yeah, what's exciting, Alexander, as you talk about the dollars and cents here, the savings, the, uh, the efficiency equation for the end user, but for the U.S. corn farmer to see the product that they are producing has these cost advantages, that should really help with demand. And that's one of the uh, main goals of, our, uh, of this project is not only to benefit the end user, but to benefit the U.S. farmer through improving knowledge and perception on U.S. corn. So what we found is that one of the main reasons why there are these um, improvements in efficiency using U.S. corn or feed conversion rate is because of the soft endosperm nature of the U.S. corn. This allows for the increased feed efficiency, increased millability, and also increased digestibility, which presents a competitive advantage for the U.S. farmer. And one of our goals with this is essentially to show our international customers that in spite of differences of physical appearance of the corn or different price premiums, uh, this should not be a deterrent to purchase U.S. corn because of its high performance. So essentially, we look at it, I would say, in three tiers. There's the tier of customers that are not using any U.S. corn, that they are essentially maximize at all their um, their profitability savings and then we would want to move those people up to maybe using some U.S. corn and then whatever they're currently using and then we would like ideal work 100% U.S. corn this way the U.S. farmer continues to benefit as much as possible while our international customers are maximizing their profitability savings and efficiency. So, so our, essentially our goal is to increase the usage of U.S. corn by highlighting its competitive advantages and really showing what stands out. You talked at the beginning, Alexander, about uh, partnerships with commodity groups like the Minnesota Corn Growers. Let's just come back to that for a minute or two and, and speak again to the value that that provides and, and how that really helps USGC's efforts abroad. Of course. Um, so the U.S. Grains Council as a nonprofit organization uh, we find that understanding the needs of our members, such as Minnesota Corn Research and Promotion Council, it, it's important for us to really highlight what's most important to them. I think that their support and willingness to take on projects maybe not, that have not been done in the past has really allowed us to to really develop a strategy that, that can be widespread and applied globally. So I, I think being able to work very closely with our members and being able to work very closely with the state organizations is is key. To follow along with what USGC is working on, including this poultry feed study, can folks go online or what would you recommend? So our studies will be accessible, or they are accessible on the U.S. Grants Council website. Um, if anyone were to look right now, we do have a special pad for our feed industry projects, such as the poultry and some other ones. Uh, so we definitely invite and encourage anybody interested to learn more to, to please 
connect and reach out to us with any questions or if there's anything that we can help them with. To learn more about Minnesota Corn's partnership with the U.S. Grains Council, visit mncorn.org.